Welcome everyone again to the Money Mentors podcast. Uh, here again with uh, myself, Glenn Fairburn, and my colleague, Nathan Lear. Apologies again, we have had a couple of weeks off. Nathan, you've had a few weeks off. How was the, uh, how was the break? Yeah, just, just had a, a, a week and a half in lovely Noosa, so in, nice. in kind of Queensland. And yeah, so sorry we, we missed a week or two. Um, nice part of the world. I've actually never been up there, but I've had some mates who have said, you know, best place in Australia basically to go for a holiday. Yeah, I mean, I think most people get drawn into the the nice weather obviously when they yeah. when they want to get away and this time of year you know november yeah not um, too hot just nice and warm just high 20s 30 every day and just very stable like obviously we're in melbourne here and um i think yesterday it was 40 degrees two hours later it was 20 degrees so yeah. you just don't get that uh instability it's just nice yeah. and steady all day so i don't think melbourne's quite decided what season <laughs> we're in yet <laughs> so so look being being away and kind of just get you thinking about um i guess when you're in holiday mode you um, I, I, my mind took me towards that whole concept of um, you know passive income, financial independence. When you're away, you're not working. Most people would love the idea of you know being able to travel and have a have a passive income stream that comes in, so they don't have to be doing that nine to five grind and yeah. know, working <laughs> all day every day. So, um, thought that might be a, a good podcast topic for today. So, um, you know, how do people build a passive income stream? I guess is what we'd like to talk about today. Um, maybe just to kind of start it off why you know why i'll ask you actually like what's the benefit or why would somebody want to build a passive income stream well i think it's look i've had discussions with this um to clients about the concept of retirement and if i think about like my grandparents generation retirement was finish work and sort of and, and that's the end of it like you just don't work anymore um, but I think now the definition of retirement is sort of changing and it's not necessarily working until age 65, 70 and not working again. We're probably more so seeing it where people are perhaps, you know, the, the term transitioning to retirement where they may reduce their work hours. So I, I think the whole concept of passive income doesn't necessarily have to mean that you never work again. But I think it's, it's all about that financial control, isn't it? Uh, or choice or financial freedom is probably the, the right sort of term where you, you've, you're, you're in a sort of financial position where you've got enough assets or enough investment income being generated that you can choose how much or how little you work. Yeah. And I think it's when you're on holidays, like you've just come back from where you, you actually think, gee, you know, I'd like to do a lot more of this mm. or have a lot more time to do the, do the things that you're passionate about, like outside of work. Because I mean, not to say that you're not passionate about work, but there are other things in life outside of work that mm. you may have passions in that you want to spend more time on. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I agree with those words. You said financial uh, freedom, financial independence. I think that's what that's what we're going to strive towards. And yeah, yeah. I, I, I love my job. I love coming back to my job, but um, I'd be lying if I, I said that I didn't want to build a capital base that's going to deliver the amount of income that I might derive from employment. So that's probably... And, and look, I consider myself fortunate. I actually genuinely love what I do, but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that that don't love what they do. So that or it could be that they just want to spend less time at work. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Spot on. So, um, so yeah. Financial financial independence and financial freedom is is definitely the the goal here. Um, so, what are people? Let's turn our attention towards what are people need to do. I mean, we can start this wherever we want here, but what do people need to do to build a passive income stream? I think you've got to start almost in reverse, first of all, and work out what does 
you know, whether it's retirement, transition to retirement or financial freedom look like to you, whether that's from a financial perspective, what are the things that you want to do, how little do you want to work or how much do you want to work. So really sit down and work out how much income you might need from, from a passive or how much passive income you might need first. I think that's probably the starting point. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that's going to drive it all, isn't it? Yeah, that's I mean, going to... Yeah, it's, it's a whole concept of objective-based investing or... That's going to drive, you know, the decisions around how long you need to work, what, like what you need to build in assets because you need to work out how backwards how much you need to generate in income. So so how much you, you need and, and what's, a, what's a good starting point to do that? Oh, it's, it's probably working through what you're spending now and, and really... Budgeting? Yeah, budgeting, the whole bucket list, you know, mm. writing down the things that you actually want to do, um, prioritising putting all your dreams and things down and, and, and then mapping out, okay, what's this going to cost on an annual basis? Because then you can put in place an appropriate plan to potentially get there over a certain time frame. Yep. So, so give, me, give me a figure. You've worked out, like just pluck a number. Like yeah, so let, let's just say it's $50,000. $50,000 know, You sit a year down you and you say, well, if I can generate a passive income of $50,000 a year, that's going to enable me to work, say, two days a week, travel, um, and do the things that you know I'm really passionate about. Okay, so would the first step now you've you've, you've maybe done the budgeting, um, you've worked out what you need, ideally in terms of your passive income stream. Is the next step if you don't have the level of capital that's going to support that? Is the next step to to work out how much you might need to put away each each pay period? Yeah. To to get you there over. A, you know, obviously, you'd have to build in a couple of assumptions here. That, look, there's a few different ways. I think once you've worked out how much you need to meet your, your requirements or you know, meet your objectives, it's a matter of then looking at, okay, what sort of lump sum asset base do I need to support this passive income? And there's different ways to calculate this. And yeah. I know we've spoken about this before. Um, and it's probably more challenging now in a, in a lower interest rate environment. But generally, the discussions that we have with clients and the, and the course of action that we prefer is where you've got an asset base that's generating sufficient income to meet your needs so you're not drawing down on capital. Now, one, that means that your asset base is preserved for the long term. But I think the advantage of just looking at um, the cash flow generation from a portfolio is that it, it means that you can maintain that lifestyle regardless of investment cycles because what we've found, you know, investing funds for clients for you know, 30 years, in excess of 30 years, is that if you're investing in good quality assets, the income tends not to change that much. So if you can have a diversified portfolio and rely on the income, that's probably the way to go. Now, historically, with the way that we've managed portfolios, we, we, would it be fair to say that we've you know, been able to generate like a 5% sort of income yeah. return? And look, that may be a little bit less in the current interest rate environment. So it might be between four and a half to five. So generally, our sort of um, rule of thumb would be that whatever income you need to live on, you might multiply that by 20, between 20 and 25 times. So in that $50,000 example, multiplying that by you know, 20, 22 times, you probably need between one and $1.2 million in today's dollars terms to sustain that level of income indefinitely. So a million, a million dollar portfolio, a million dollars of assets generating 5% income, yeah. which is your $50,000 a year. Correct. Or if you times your if you times your fifty thousand dollars by twenty, the rule of twenty will get you at a million dollars. So yeah. that's that's a good way to kind of 
think it's about it, isn't it? And look, everyone's going to have different ways to do this. Mm. And as I said, the challenge to that would be in a low interest rate environment, you might need a little bit more. Yep. But we're looking at it over a long period of time as well. So yes, interest yep. rates are low right now, but over a long period of time, are they going to be as low? But look, with that level of income, it might be, you know, you might have a 10, 15% buffer. So between sort of one to $1.2 million. That, that's what generally, in my, my sort of thoughts, is that that's what you'd be wanting to target. So you've worked out your, um, your income requirement. You've worked out how much capital that, that you need. So in that situation, you want $50,000 a year. You'd like to build a million dollars. Um, what do you do if you're a younger person and, and you're just starting out? How do, how, how do you get towards this target as, as soon as possible? What's some, well, some tips? Well, we'd be saying go see an advisor probably first and foremost. But look, it depends on your situation, doesn't it? I mean, if you've got a home loan, um, other outstanding debts, um, you probably want to prioritize on those first, potentially. Um, but assuming that that's not the case, then obviously you want to put in place some sort of wealth accumulation plan. Um, and, and there's plenty of calculators available online where you can work out how much do I need to put away each week, each month, each year, um, based on a conservative earnings rate to achieve that targeted level of capital yep yep um definitely a good way to to look at it and just just uh automate it we've spoken about this a few times but if you get paid monthly um and you need to put away a certain amount every every month let's say you know 10 years time or 20 years time you have a goal to get there just work out how much you want to put away each pay packet and hopefully get that money invested compound compound returns the other thing i was going to mention just on on that is just the inflation impact so it's important to just think about the the fifty thousand dollars that we spoke about of annual income that you would like yeah is in in today's dollars and if you've got a you know a 10-year goal or a 20-year goal uh fifty thousand dollars uh in in say 10 or 20 years is going to be a bit more so you just need to consider the um inflation impact so whether that means you invest in um growth you would most likely be investing in growth style assets that can grow so the the value of the portfolio can keep pace with inflation. Yeah, and, and I think also moving forward, a, as you get closer to the point where um, you want to rely on your investments to generate that passive income, I think another key consideration is diversification because, for example, if you go out and buy an investment property and that's the only asset that you've got within your portfolio and, and you're relying on that to supplement maybe some part-time employment or provide for all of your income needs in that sort of transitional retirement phase... If you go through a period where, you know, the, the property's vacant or whatever it may be and you're not getting income, that's where it can really impact you. So, I mean, we, we would always highly recommend that in particular when you're in a phase where you're relying on your asset base to meet your income needs, that you've got a good spread of investment. So, you've got some shares and multiple shares. You've got some property and different sorts of property exposures and also fixed interest because that means that you're getting your income from all different um, sources and the advantage of that is that you know if, if one or two of those investments is not paying income for whatever reason, it's not going to impact your ability to, to meet your ongoing needs. Um, so I think that's probably a key consideration at the latter stage of that, of that strategy is just making sure you've got adequate diversification. I think probably the, I reckon the, the, the best tip that I, that I could offer is just start early. The, yeah. the earlier you start doing this, um, it, first job whatever it is. as soon as you start earning money if you if you just put some of it away and, and i think I, I think you do need advice here because if you just start investing it in picking like 
stocks on a dartboard, you, mm. you could get it wrong. But if you just get the proper advice, have 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 a good strategy, good diversification, solid assets. Um, the earlier you start, compound interest will will do the rest for you, and we'll take care of it. So, just and it is a little bit like um, you know, the, the snowball concept. The bigger the bigger it gets, the faster it's going to roll down the hill. The more momentum. So that's probably just one kind of key piece of advice I would offer. If you want to build that passive income stream, like go through the process we spoke about, work out how much, how long it's going to take, um, but just start as early as you can. Yeah. yeah. Look, there's a number of different ways to start a, a savings plan and, and make sure that it works for you and that it's effective. I mean, another suggestion will be just apply a you know, 10, 15% tax to your earnings and, and just get used to that sort of concept because I think a lot of people, once they... Um, get in the habit of doing it it's easy then isn't it? it it's sort of like an automatic thing and that's where these automatic savings plans can be really beneficial as opposed to relying on you to contribute to something ever you know ad hoc if you just do it as you get paid i think that's probably going to be more effective that way um but, but i mean i agree the sooner you start the better off you're going to be longer term um we're we're speaking today about investment income so in passive income from investment sources another way that that people may look to do it is through company interest. So, I mean, obviously we're, we're in wealth management, so we're focusing on the investments, but uh, I know there's another school of thought that you can, you know, do what people call like a side hustle and build a business. And yeah. you, might, you might be working your nine to five. I know Gary Vaynerchuk speaks about this year. You, you work in your, your nine to five and you might build something. It might take years to build and then maybe whether it's an online business or something like that, it might be able to generate uh, an income, a passive income stream for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just a, another thing for people to think about perhaps. But I mean, quite often the ultimate goal in business is to make yourself redundant, isn't it? Like get yourself in a position where the business can operate without you because you're right. I mean, it's not just investments, the, the traditional investments that, that can generate that passive income. It could be your own business, uh, but obviously yeah. it may not be necessarily you working in it. So building a business that can mm. provide you the income that you need without you having to work in on a day-to-day basis. Which is exactly the same concept as, yeah. as what we were speaking about with the investment right. income. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a different way to do it, isn't it? Yeah, so definitely. Any, any kind of final comments before we, we wrap up this discussion? Not, not really. I think it's just... Actually, um, I'll ask a question. Sorry, is that... You know, you're right. Um, how... Like, we've, speak, we've spoken about this at a, at, a, at a top level. I'm not saying go too deep into how you generate income but and we spoke about you know diversifying income sources mm. and all that but just to kind of maybe help people lead them on the right path and we, i know we said seek advice yeah how can people generate like what's what's some examples of how they generate this passive income from investments like maybe at a top level the types of investments or yeah, just I mean, a few minutes on that well we would argue um i mean our philosophy at hewison private wealth is is more around direct investing so for example if if we're investing a portion of a client's portfolio in shares we'd prefer to invest direct into individual shares um, the reason for that is that um, you've got if you're investing in the right sort of companies and we would generally target what's classified as like blue chip type companies that have been around a long period of time the advantage of that approach is that you may not necessarily know what the share prices are going to look like in a month a year or even two years but good quality companies generally have fairly sustainable dividends. Um, so that's probably one of the advantages of going direct as opposed to a managed fund where you don't have the same visibility, meaning you don't know exactly where the funds are invested and you also don't have control of the distributions being made to you. Um, so as far as generating that passive income, we, on the share side of things, we would argue that a direct share port, 
portfolio probably has its advantages. Um, and also within property, you know, we, we've successfully invested in property syndicates w with our clients where you know what the property is, you know who the tenants are, you know what the lease terms are, and more importantly, when you're relying on the asset base for your needs, you know what the income is. So it's just a matter of getting the right spread of assets, but investing in assets that have, I suppose, very clear, transparent income outcomes. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you spoke about the shares, the property, um, probably the other big one in terms of what we do is, is fixed income, yeah. fixed interest. So there's a number of different, won't go into detail on them, no, number of different types of fixed income in investments we, we use that generate, you know, strong, reliable income as yeah. well. Was there any oh, look, The only other yeah. thing I was going to say was if you want to get to the point where you've got financial independence and financial freedom, it does take discipline, doesn't it? I mean, this sort of thing is not just going to happen no. um, unless you're in a fortunate position where you're earning high income and just through you know your own spending habits, there's a massive surplus that's just building. Um, that does, that's not, I suppose, the, the It takes norm. a lot of hard work. It's hard it? work and, and discipline yeah. and, and you need to commit to it and you need to give yourself a you know, a long-term time frame. These things don't happen overnight. Even with investing, you know, the first one, two, three years of, of that strategy could be in a down market, but you can't lose mm. lose sight of the bigger picture and understand that if you stick with it long enough, you're probably going to be in, a, in a, a lot better position. Usually t time is what's needed here. And, yeah. you know, in a, in a perfect world, you're going to be in your 20s, traveling around the world, not having to work, but unless you're very fortunate and... A gifted money or something like that it's it's not going to happen so no. you really do need it yeah as we said work hard put the money away hopefully get it get it working for you get it invested for you and um and the rest should take care of itself so uh we'll wrap up there so i mean just a, a real quick summary um how do you build a passive income stream we spoke about kind of a couple of things to work through in terms of how much money you need um to build what level of income you'd be looking to ideally draw in terms of passive income and um, you know, a couple of a couple, we went into a bit of detail around the different types of income and types of investments. So, uh, we'll leave it there. So, thanks again for listening to this week's episode, and we look forward to having you next week. Thanks everybody for listening again to another episode of the Money Mentors Podcast. Um, if you enjoy the the content, please do subscribe to the podcast um, via um, any good po podcasting app. Um, once again, please check out our major sponsors website, Hewison Private Wealth. Um, so just, just search for Hewison Private Wealth online. Also check out Hewison Private Wealth's um, social media channels, Facebook, LinkedIn or Twitter. Um, thanks again. We'll see you next week.